Hi, everyone. My name is Julia. I'm Katie. And we're the hosts of the Runways and Byways Travel Podcast. So after taking off last week, we're back and with our regularly scheduled episode. And this week, we're actually doing the Europe episode that we've been teasing you with for like two months. So we're really excited to finally be able to do this. We Michael wasn't able to join us again today, but we figured might as well just do the episode since you guys have been waiting so patiently. Anything to say, Katie? Yeah, no, I'm excited. I was just telling Julia before this that Italy has always been a dream of mine and I've never gone to Spain and France and I've always wanted to. And I have a trip booked for July to go there. But right now, I don't really know what's going on, if it's just too far away, if I'm just so busy, I can't even contemplate it. But I just feel like I'm not feeling that magic around it. So I'm hoping through this episode that the more I learn about it, that I start to get a little bit more excited. Yeah, I hope so, too. And I do think it probably is a lot of those factors that you said, like stress and that it's so far away, because I think... Uh, me personally, I know when my trips are so far away, I kind of turn it off in my head. So that way I don't get too excited just in case something happens or whatever. I just completely try to not care about it almost. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you do the same thing, but I do that until like a month before until I know it's actually happening. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. So maybe that's what's happening. Mm. You don't want to get too excited. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) So today, Katie gave me her itinerary. It's Barcelona, Florence for two nights, Santa Margarita in Italy, which I've never heard of, actually, so I can't discuss that, but we could talk about it a little. Nice, Marseille. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's in France. I've never been there either. Naples and Rome. So I'm going to discuss the places that I've been to and show Katie my pictures. I'll put my pictures into the YouTube video so you could see them as well. So if you're listening on the podcast, you may want to switch over to YouTube so you can see the pictures and videos. But if not, we'll still be talking about the places and describing everything. So if you want to stay in your podcast app, that's fine. And yeah, so that's kind of what we're going to be discussing today. But first, we have our usual trivia question. Katie, are you ready for that? Okay, so it is my week for the trivia question. And the question is, what city is nicknamed the vertical city. Vertical city. Hmm. Honestly, I don't really know. I'm trying to think of cities that have a lot of things going up. Yeah, you're on our track. I guess skyscrapers, that kind of thing, but I'm not really sure. I'm going to have to think about it. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, that's a good one. I think you do have a chance to get it. I will say that. Okay. So it is difficult. And I learned this fact like a week ago, actually, because someone that we both know is was there uh, maybe a few weeks ago. And oh, wow. she posted it and wrote that the nickname of the place is the Vertical City. And I was like, hmm, I didn't know that. That actually, that's really cool. That makes sense. And so I decided to use that as our question. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know okay, if I should, good. I don't even know if I should tell you who it is. Because then I, I'm afraid that might give too much away, too, even though it probably won't. I feel like I don't even know who went away. Um, Should I tell you? No. No. Okay. <laughs> not that... you tell me after. Tell me at the time. Yeah. I mean, it's not super relevant. But... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it would help you too much if I told you anyways, but might really? as well. Just... Yeah. Okay. But it's a place that people vacation to. 
that this person we both know has vacation to recently. And it's mm. nicknamed the Vertical City. That's all I'm going to give you right now. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So you want to jump right into things? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So again, your cruise starts in Barcelona, then goes to Florence for two nights, then Santa Margarita in Italy, Nice, Marseille, Naples, and then it ends in Rome, right? Yes. Okay. So I guess we should start off with Barcelona. And I know you're not too excited about going to Barcelona. You had mentioned to me in the past that you're just whatever about it. But I mean, I definitely want to go to Spain just to experience the culture, but I'm just not like, it's not like my top, I need to go there kind of thing. Yeah. So I know you mentioned you were only planning on staying like a night or two there, right? Yeah, just like a night. Yeah. I mean, I disagree with that. And I mean, hopefully I could change your mind. <laughs> I, I think you should give Barcelona more of a shot because I really enjoyed Barcelona. It's very different than, I mean, I know you haven't been to Spain either, but I think it's very different than the rest of Spain. It has its completely own culture and they even have their own language. They want to be their own country. So they're very mm -hmm. different than the rest of Spain and the architecture is just amazing. So mm -hmm. What I did there, we stayed there a few days. My cruise also started in Barcelona and we wound up staying there a few days. We didn't do any excursions. We just kind of wandered around ourselves. And I've been to Barcelona since um, I've, I went back in 2017. I did my cruise in 2013, but I went back in 2017 and it's still my favorite place in Spain, even though I lived in a different part of Spain when I was living there, but it's still culturally, it's my favorite part of Spain. So the things we did there, my, well, I'll give, I'll give you the highlights and then I'll sort of discuss each one a little bit. I'll show you some pictures. So of course the Sagrada Familia, have you heard of that? No. You haven't heard of it? Really? I really haven't heard of much that goes on in Spain. Well, I feel like that's why you're not so excited to go to Barcelona because you don't even know about like the most famous thing there. So no. I have, this is the Sagrada Familia. Have you seen pictures of it before I mean not really I feel like it looks like a lot of churches in Europe it, to me it doesn't to me it, it's very unique to me it's um it's actually not finished yet so there's this uh architect I guess he is and his name is Gaudi and basically he designed almost like the whole city of Barcelona and he designed this church to be and it's still being built he's dead he's long gone but this church is they never even finished it so i think it's finishing in 2034 2036 something like that you can look it up and fact check me but it's been under construction for i think like 100 or so years since he he's died and everything and it's the most famous thing in barcelona and so it'll be more finished when you go there than when I went. But the it's just stunning, the architecture, the detail in it. So the front of the church is actually different than the back of the church. The front of the church has more of this like blocky type architecture for the um, the the statues that they have of all the people. And then the back of the church is like the more traditional type architecture with the more traditional sculptures and design so it's actually really interesting and a lot of the church was designed to 
be modeled after nature. So like these are supposed to resemble like honeycombs, I believe. If you go in the church, they like they explain it to you. There's like signs that tell you all these things. And I just it was honest, it's one of the most beautiful pieces of architecture I've ever seen in my life. I'm trying to find the pictures of the inside of it for you. But yeah, here's some more of the outside. Mm -hmm. My pictures are very disorganized. But does that appeal to you at all? Yeah. Here are some some more pictures from the side of it. It's just it to me. It's spectacular. This church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the inside. This is the ceiling. Yeah. And yeah, it was just it's gorgeous. It's larger than life. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. So you don't seem too enthused by it. I'm not a big architecture person like I'm just like it's it's really nice it's cool like I appreciate that he did that but yeah it's I mean, not something that I want to like fly across the world and like spend all this money just like I don't know I know Michael would be like oh like he'd be like you like this is amazing but I'm just kind of like cool like where are we going for lunch <laughs> I mean I could see that but I I mean I just think it like it doesn't I know you said it looks to you it looks like any other church but I think when you see it in person it really does stand apart from other churches that you've seen in Europe and around the world I think it is I'm sure it does yeah I, I in my opinion it definitely does yeah. but um I mean if you bring up lunch I could talk about food in Barcelona there is they have a um, tapas are big there I'm not sure if you know what those are but they're they're like almost little appetizers, but you get them as your meal sort of. So they'll bring you like a bunch of them. So it's almost like you're having a bunch of appetizers as your meal. So that's really big in Spain and Barcelona, paella. I don't know if you've ever had that. Had it. That's very big there. So mm. that's your lunch options, basically. Sounds good. Really good. Yeah. Um, Other things that we did there. So as I mentioned, Gaudi is the big architect who designed a lot of the city. So, and a lot of the city resembles his work. So this is Guel Park and he designed the park. So these pictures that you're seeing of the front of it, they look very crowded, but this is just like the main entrance of the park. The whole park is not this crowded. It's just like this, this is like where all the big architectural stuff is in the front here. But there are places in the park that are a lot quieter. Like here, you could just walk around and take it all in. I thought this park was very pretty. It's it's more so like he worked with nature to make to make it more beautiful. So it's not really like a natural park that you're going to to like it's not completely open, but it it's like he used the the park and the nature to build the architecture of the park if that makes any sense. That's cool. Yeah, it is really nice. It, it was really nice to walk through and there he there's just these beautiful mosaics all over the park it's really really pretty i know you're into parks yeah i mean i like parks too you know like i like nature yeah it's not super yeah. naturey i mean it is naturey like they do have a lot of plants and trees and flowers but it's more so the it's more people more so go there to see how he kind of incorporated the architecture into the nature if that makes any sense right yeah it's very nice though i do recommend it Mm -hmm. and there's also one more thing from Gaudi that I should discuss even though I don't have too much to say about it it is the um although you're probably not going to be very enthused by it if you weren't 
totally enthused by those other two things because this is the least enthusing of the three. It's um the Gaudi houses, which are basically just houses he built in the city and they just basically look really cool. You can walk through them. The just the architecture is just very different. It kind of matches the same style as the park and the church that I showed you. So I did walk through one of them in 2017. It was interesting. If you don't have time for it, whatever. I mean, maybe just walk past one at least. But I like I don't think it's like a must do. You have to go in it type thing. Right. So that's that. Um, there are some other things that we did there. Um, the Picasso Museum. So Picasso was, I don't know if he was born in Barcelona, but he did a lot of his work in Barcelona at least. So his Picasso, mm -hmm. the Picasso Museum is in Barcelona. And we really had a nice time at the Picasso Museum. It was just, it was kind of small, but it was just really nice. And like the outside here, we took some pictures in the courtyard of it. It was just really pretty. Yeah. And just walking around the city was just really, really nice. There's this area called Las Ramblas. I Let me look that up before I spew information that's not true. Las Ramblas, I'm pretty sure. Yes, Las Ramblas. It's like a market. It's a street with a market and a square. And it's it's just a nice place to walk around, I guess. I mean, it can get a little crowded, but I mean, you're in a city. So it's it's just a nice street to walk down, essentially. And there's also the Olympic Park. They had the Olympics in Barcelona. I'm not sure what year it was, but they still have all the Olympic stuff set up. And it it's pretty cool. You could go inside the soccer stadium and it, it's huge. And you could see the big Olympic torch that they have up. Uh, this is one of the government buildings. I just thought it was really pretty. It's near the Olympics. It's really pretty. Yeah, it's near the Olympic Park. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is that big... Uh, torch thing if you will oh. i'm not sure yeah so they have they still have all the olympic stuff set up this is the yeah. soccer field oh well. so, yeah it's pretty cool to see in person you could just wander around mm -hmm. and they have a waterfront in barcelona so if you're into the beaches you could go to the beaches there or just they have like a lot of waterfront bars and restaurants and whatnot so that's kind of my spiel on barcelona I mean, there's obviously so much more there, but I mean, yeah, time constraints. So do you have any questions about Barcelona or things to say? Um, no, I feel like I got a pretty good picture of it. I mean, I feel like I still have the same opinion where it's like, it looks nice. I appreciate it for what it is, but I don't know if it's somewhere that I'm like, I need to be there. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be there forever either. I mean, be there like quickly. I mean, like, um. yeah, I, I don't know. I think you should give it two or three days. But I mean, if you really are just not intrigued by it at all, then I, I mean, I guess what you're doing is fine. I just yeah, I mean, I just personally would spend more time there, even having gone there before. If I had to stop there for my cruise to start, I would still probably spend like two days there. But that's just me. I mean everyone's different. I feel like to our listeners, um, I feel like that would be good advice. If you're like interested, spend a few days there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for just giving places a shot also. I mean, that's just me, but even if it doesn't look super interesting to me, I kind of like to just check it out for myself, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm definitely going to spend a day there. Yeah. 
but I just don't want you to regret it and say like, oh, I wish we saw these things. And then you I don't know. think so. I'm more the type of person that I'm like, if that was my decision, I'll feel good about it. And if I feel like, oh man, like I want to see it again. Like, I think I would just go back and like make a whole separate trip out of it. All right. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Cause there's so much to see in Spain anyway. So you could always just go back and just do Spain. Yeah. And I would do like Spain, Portugal. Like, I feel like I'd make a whole rigmarole. Yeah, I definitely want to do Portugal again because I was only there for like a day or two. And mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't get the full experience. So yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I'm definitely with you on that about like going back and doing it like completely the full. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like if it's somewhere I'm like, oh, my God, I need to be here. Like, I'm going to make a whole thing. Like, I could even do like a Spanish cruise or like, you know, something like that. Like, I feel like that would be like if I was obsessed with it. But yeah. as of right now, I feel like the main focus for me is more Italy with a little bit of France and like the smallest bit of Spain. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, Barcelona is not like the rest of Spain. So even if you love Barcelona, you may hate the rest of Spain or vice versa. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, I don't know. Let me know what you think when you get back, but okay, yeah. Cause it, it is a very different place. Like they, they're kind of actively trying to not be Spanish because they want to be their own country. Wow. Yeah. So like they have their own language, they have their own culture. A lot of people like if you when you're walking down the streets, you'll see they have their own flag. They kind of separate themselves from Spain as much as they as much as they can. At least a lot of people do that live Mm -hmm. there. So it is really interesting. And I mean, you can get around without speaking the language, but we did run into some language barriers there because we don't speak. uh, I think it's Catalan as their language and we don't speak that we speak some Spanish. And so when we were there, we were trying to speak Spanish. And then we were in this hair salon once and it, it was, um, I, we spoke English and some Spanish, obviously. And there was these German guys in there that I think spoke German and English. And then it was the workers there that only spoke Catalan and Chinese. And everyone was trying to like communicate with each other. And it was just like the biggest mess in the world. <laughs> because nobody spoke the same language so yeah it's Barcelona is very interesting but yeah uh, yeah, so definitely let me know what you think about that um Mm -hmm. but I guess we'll move on to what you're more interested in is uh Spain and not Spain uh France (laughs) (laughs) I just really want you to like Spain (laughs) France and Italy (laughs) okay perfect So I guess we'll move on to the next place that is on your itinerary, which is Florence and Pisa, which you were spending Mm -hmm. two nights in. So I actually think that's really cool that you're spending two nights there because I'm spending a day and a night, like something two full days. Okay. Yeah. I wrote it down wrong, but yeah. Okay. Yes. I still think that's really cool. So I'm like curious because I feel like I'm like, it sounds cool, but I don't know if it sounds really cool. Okay. Well, two days there. Hopefully I can make it sound really cool. So, I mean, I guess you can decide what you're going to do because when I went there with my cruise, we only had the one day there. So we wound up doing Florence and Pisa in one day, which was Mm -hmm. fine. But I think it was, we barely got any time in Pisa. So I think it's really nice that you're able to kind of separate them if you want. I mean, I did wind up going back to Pisa and that's where I wound up living actually when I was living in Italy. So I can't say I didn't get enough of Pisa. I certainly did. But during my cruise, I 100% did not get enough of Pisa because, yeah, like I said, we were just there the one day and we did mostly Florence and almost no Pisa. We just did Leaning Tower and that was it. 
So I think it's really, really nice that your cruise has it split into two days so you can get a feel for Florence and Pisa as like separate entities almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, do you know anything about Florence and Pisa already? I mean, I know that Florence is kind of like the start of the Renaissance and everything like that. And I feel like when it comes to art, like let's say I'm not really like that big into art, but I think I am big into like the Renaissance just for the historical aspect of it. I think it's really cool. So for that, Point. I'm really excited about it. I don't really know much else about Florence or Pisa. I know it's Leaning Tower Pisa, but like I'm not that curious. And also, I feel like they have really good food. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much my extent of those two places. Yeah, my sister actually said that the best pizza she ever had in her life was in Florence. So oh, I can wow. I can try to get the name of that place for you, since you'll yes. especially since you'll probably have time to go since you're going to be in that area for so long. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll try to get that for you. But she still raves about that pizza like every day. Wow. See, like that's that's what I like about traveling is like the food aspect of like the culture. Yeah, this is where you're gonna find all the good food. Yes, I'm and then gelatos, that's my thing. Oh, I love gelatos, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean the best gelatos I had, I think, were in Sicily, mm. which is not where you're going. But I mean Florence still has great gelatos. I had a there was this good place in uh pizza as well by the river that I used to go to and that was really good too but definitely the best one I had was there was one really good place in Rome which I I wouldn't recommend going to honestly we stumbled upon it by accident and it was in the middle of nowhere I I couldn't even tell you how to get there and it was just like a like it, it wasn't a touristy place at all like it was just kind of like a place the locals go that we like found by accident but it was completely in the middle of nowhere in Rome so I wouldn't recommend that place and then the the Best one I had, like I said, was in Sicily. But yeah, Florence will definitely have some great gelato options as well. But as I was saying, so you mentioned the Renaissance art. And I mean, I don't know what period this is from, but probably the first place they'll take you to is um, Il Duomo, which uh, have you heard of that? Yes, I've heard of Il Duomo, yes. Yeah, so I mean, here are my horrible pictures. But <laughs> And they they came out really bad. And on my camera was just like not doing it that day. But these, I have a bunch of pictures from Il Duomo here. We, this is the outside of it. I believe we did go inside as well. The doors on it, I remember they said are made of gold. I can't find a picture of those doors. Oh, here. Yeah. Here's the doors that are made of gold. And they're like massive doors. And I think we did go inside. I just can't remember because it was so long ago. But yeah, so that sells Womo. Even if you don't go inside, it's beautiful from the outside. I believe it's all like marble, just really spectacular. And that is that we did that. And then also, I'm trying to remember. So Piazza della Signora is another pop, like, excuse my Italian, it's like non existent. But <laughs> this is another place in Florence that's very popular it's probably the most popular square within Florence so it's just like when you're walking around you'll stumble upon it and they just have like all these statues surrounding it and so these are all famous like renaissance sculptures just they're just like out on the street you just walk Mm -hmm. through the square and see them um they also have a replica of the David here Uh, have you heard of David that big sculpture yeah so they have a replica of the David in the square, but if you want to see the real David, it's also in Florence, which I didn't get to see during my cruise, but I saw it when I went back to Florence in 
20 when was that 2019 and it, it's massive it's absolutely huge let me see if i could pull up that picture for you i highly recommend that so that is we did wait online for it it was about an hour wait but it was worth it i hear some more pictures of the duomo that i took at night it's really really nice yeah i'd recommend going in the morning or night when it's less crowded because as you can see there's just a lot fewer people here Mm -hmm. um but let me see if i could find yeah so this is the david so you could see these people like ants next to it yeah it's huge so I do recommend seeing that. It's pretty much the only thing in the building. Like you're just going in basically to see the David. And then beyond that, there is the, you said you're interested in the uh, Renaissance art. So there's also the Uffici Museum, which I can try to find pictures of for you. But basically, I don't know if I have any in here. If I have any, I'll, I'll put them into the video. I can't find them here right now, but Basically, the Uffici Museum is where they have all that type of art that you're into. And it, it was just really nice. Like, I'm not super into art museums, but I did enjoy that museum. And let me see. Is there anything that I... Oh, have you heard of um Ponte Vecchio? Ponte Vecchio. I don't think so. No. Okay. So I'm going to pull up a picture from the internet of that actually i do have one i just don't feel like looking through my pictures and then i'll put my real picture in um in the youtube video but i'll i'll just show you online for now so this is ponte vecchio yeah so it's a bridge that you um it's basically so it means i believe it means old bridge in italian and basically the bridge itself has shops within it I, I did go into the shops. It's like, there's just jewelry shops. Like, it's nothing special. But what's special about the bridge itself is that you is just how pretty it is, really. So people don't really yeah. go there for the shops. They mostly go just because the bridge is so historic and beautiful. And so you could, it's just, some, yeah, it's just something you can kind of look at. If you want to go in the shops and buy things, of course, they're there. But mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's more of just like a really nice site. So that's very famous in... Florence and yeah that's pretty much all I have to say about Florence there's I think it's really nice to just walk through the city it has like of course it has that like Italian feel to it because it is an Italian city so I think it's just really nice to walk through the streets and just to feel like you're in Italy that any questions about Florence uh, no it seems nice yeah any more excited for Italy or still neutral uh still pretty <laughs> neutral honestly I just feel like a lot of Europe it seems to me now is like a lot of architecture and art which is cool but I just like don't know if that's like my honeymoon trip but I guess we'll see mm -hmm. we keep pushing forward yeah what what would you want to do for your honeymoon trip if this is not if this is not what you want are you something romantic something with good scenery something with good food um, something chill, but I don't mind like walking around. Uh, something different, something unique. Um, hmm, interesting. So something with a more natural type feel. Yeah, very natural, but still like romantic. Nothing that's gonna stress me out. Just like makes me feel like, just like that vibe of like newlywed. I mean, I've never been to this place, but this is kind of what it sounds like to me. Is um. Azores and the Azores Islands they're Portuguese but it's mm -hmm. basically the quote-unquote Hawaii of Europe mm -hmm. and 
so I'm do you see these pictures that I pulled up yeah yeah it's like mm -hmm. very natural but it's still Portuguese and so it's owned by Portugal it's near Portugal and mm -hmm. they they still have that culture they have the really good Portuguese food they have the Portuguese towns but also at the same time you could just like explore nature like it, it has like a Hawaiian type feel if you will right yeah so that maybe that's what you're looking for maybe I don't know if I'm looking for that nature like definitely nature mm -hmm. but I don't know I feel like I'm looking for more of what I think Italy is and then I'm like hearing about Italy and I don't know if it has that vibe where it's like it's still like city and there's still like a magic but it just seems like it's very like crowded and like it's gonna make me hot and like I just don't know if it's the the dream that I'm like so imagining. I think Florence and Rome will make you hot and they're very crowded 100 yes. percent. that's exactly how you're going to feel in Florence and Rome but yeah. I think Naples you'll have a it it will almost give you that magic that you're looking for that's kind of what I'm thinking is like maybe I have to like suffer not like suffer because obviously it's an amazing experience but like kind of like go through that part because what attracted me initially about this cruise was the name of it it's like the Italian Riviera which mm -hmm. I feel like Riviera is kind of like the vibe of what I would want my honeymoon to be mm -hmm. yeah so I think you'll really like France and I think mm -hmm. you'll really like Naples like the country like that's what I want is like the countryside of Europe like the city's cool and like I feel like I do want to experience a little bit of that but I feel like for a honeymoon just like countryside Italy romantic like breezy winery like that kind of vibe yeah so yeah definitely the France the places in France and Naples are what you're looking for so okay. yeah I I so, I mean, I could, I will further discuss Florence and Pisa and Rome for the other people that are listening, but I don't think those are going to appeal to you. So, mm, okay. based on what you're saying, right. even though I definitely think it's worth it, definitely think you should still go. And, yeah, just to say I went. Yeah, and experience it. But uh, yeah, I could definitely, I see what you're saying. And I, mm -hmm. I think France and Naples are definitely more your vibe. Right. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about Florence. I'll move on to Pisa quick. I did live in Pisa for a little bit. And honestly, it is it is definitely less crowded than Florence. So I guess if you're looking for a more like chill Florence, then it's Pisa. So, I mean, you'll still be very hot, but it's it's a lot quieter. Like if you could see in like this picture of that's the river. Really yeah, mm -hmm. like the streets are not packed. Like you could walk down the streets and be like by yourself a lot of the time. So I guess it it does kind of give you that um like actual Italian city feeling where it's not like a super touristy city. Because a lot of people just go to Pisa to see the Leaning Tower, which of course you should go see. So there's the Leaning Tower and there's I believe there's two other buildings there that you can see. They're um I honestly, I, w I wish I knew this. I should know this because I lived there. But they're like, I don't know if they're churches or something along those lines. They're next to this. It's like a square almost. And you could go to those three or however many buildings. And so that's what most tourists go for. But they don't go on to really explore Pisa. And I think mm -hmm. Pisa itself has a lot to offer because, it, yeah, it's like it's not super touristy beyond that area, that really small area. So there's there's that river that I just showed you a picture of that runs through the city. And that's kind of where all the, where kind of like the center of the city, if you will. So if you walk to one side of the river, you'll find 
all the shopping, which I mean, gets a little crowded, but not touristy crowded. It's more so people that live in Pisa. There's a lot of nice uh, Italian restaurants down this river area, which are not touristy restaurants either. They're more so like authentic Italian restaurants where the locals would go there. Yeah, I used to go to this breakfast place that was by the river. So really, when you're in Pisa, you want to stick by this river. This is pretty much where everything is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe Pisa would be your vibe as well, just because it it, it is a little quieter. Yeah. It sounds like it's like heading towards my vibe, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, this is mm-hmm. the shopping spree, uh, shopping street. So it, like that's super cute. Yeah. So it is like slightly more crowded, obviously, but it's it's really cute. Like it gives you like that Italian feel like you feel like you're in Italy. There's all the restaurants that are in the middle of the road. It's uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, really cute. Yeah. So I think I think you should spend some time in Pisa. This is my uh, my gelato. That was really good. That's good. Yeah. So I yeah I would re- I think you'd like Pisa better than Florence, and I mean Pisa right. does have its own things. Also, there's a wall that surrounded the city of Pisa, and you could walk on the top of the wall. I forgot what the wall was called, but if you look up like Pisa wall or something, it should come up, and you mm-hmm. could walk you could walk on that wall. It, it was really interesting to learn the history about that. The history that I have since forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think you would enjoy Pisa. I think when you look into your excursions, maybe focus more on Pisa than on Florence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mostly what I have to say about Pisa. I mean, I spent a long time in Pisa, so I could go on and on and on and on. But I think right. like the, the highlights for someone that's only going to be there for like a day or two, that's pretty much what you need to know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I definitely like Pisa more. I do think I'll spend some time in Florence just because I feel like, you know, like the historical aspect of it. I feel like I do need to experience that. I, like I said, like, I feel like Pisa is like heading towards my vibe. It seems like open and like more like Italian. But I think if this was the whole trip, I don't think I would do it. But if this yeah. is like a little piece, like that's okay so far. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I did enjoy Pisa. I I mean, I was there for a long time and I did sort of get tired of it because just I was there for so long and I started Mm -hmm. realizing all the little things that I didn't like. But, you know, you're only going to be there for a day or two. So I I think there's a lot in store for you in that day or two, like a lot of good in store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, yeah, I I totally see what you mean about wanting like, like that would be okay for like a little part of the trip, but you want a different vibe overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just need like more like romantic, like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I think Nice and Ez might give you that, which I think is what it, uh, Santa Margarita is next. I have no idea what that is, but I mean, we looked up the pictures and it looks really, really yeah, I nice. I see some pictures of it. I feel like I need to see more pictures of yeah. Santa Margarita. Yeah. Because I feel like that might be my vibe because I heard it's like a big wine winery place, which I really like just like looking at the views drinking some wine like I feel like that's what I want my honeymoon to be like yeah that's really pretty that's a really nice view yeah that's beautiful so pretty yeah I unfortunately cannot show these pictures in the YouTube video because uh copyright (laughs) things but right yeah, because I've never been there myself, so I don't have my own pictures to show. But everyone, if you want, look up Santa Margarita. It's in Liguri, I believe, mm. and it's in Italy. So I think it's really cute. Kind of gives me like a fishing type vibe, like a fishy, fishing town. Fishing Wait, town, this, yeah. Yeah. This kind of looks, 
actually this looks exactly like Cinque Terre actually this picture right mm. here I don't know if is Santa Margarita part of please hold <laughs> is it part of Cinque Terre I don't know I don't know I need to look at a map now I'm getting stressed because I've been to Cinque Terre um let's see but then I feel like they would just list it as please hold <laughs> this is stressing me out uh Santa Margarita where is that oh I see that map it says Cinque Terre where um if you scroll up it was there yeah right there right where right here um on the right right I see it yep right there so this one, oh, so Portofino. So Santa Margarita, and then it's like right next to it, yeah. Okay, so it's near Cinque. Okay, so it's like similar vibes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so I did go to Cinque Terre, and Cinque Terre was gorgeous, definitely a little crowded, but absolutely beautiful. That you can go from town to town and visit all the beaches, and I, I think it's, I think Santa Margarita will probably be even better than Cinque Terre because it's not as commercialized, if you will. Mm. So... I, I mean, I think that's a better place to even go than Cinque Terre because it looks like it, but less crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll have a really nice time there. That that seems like a very romantic vibe. That's kind of like the vibe that I'm going for, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'll really like that. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, I can't, I can't say for myself, but I mean, looking at these pictures, it doesn't look, it doesn't look half as crowded or, or, or it, it looks like, what I want Cinque Terre to be basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I think I'll really enjoy that. But I mean, if anyone's yeah. been there, you could uh, drop your opinions in the comments. Let us know what you think of Santa Margarita. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that looks really, really nice. I'm jealous. Yeah. So <laughs> next we could talk about Nice, which okay. I, I also think you'll like. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I have some of my own pictures, but I'd like to see what what google has to say yeah so this oh, wow. is nice nice to me was beautiful uh, i'll pull up my pictures mm -hmm. but just so to go to nice our boat it doesn't pull up right at the shore and i think a lot of ports in um in europe are like this where it doesn't pull up right at the shore it pulls up and then you have to take like a little boat to get to the shore mm -hmm. and basically um so we get on that little boat and i remember that little boat ride so vividly because just the scenery of pulling up to nice was just so so beautiful and i'm going to pull up those pictures of that view right now it was just the and you know nice was not crowded it was really 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 nice yeah so that's kind of what i was looking for like because i know i want to go to france but i also know like i can't spend all my time in paris i would not spend so. any time in paris i did not like paris especially yeah. going i mean I'm glad I did Paris, but that's about all I can say about Paris. So this is right. this was the view pulling up to Nice. Wow. Like, it was that's perfect. It was absolutely spectacular. Just wow. the beautiful. And so I think this is kind of the vibe you're looking for. Yes. Yes. And so just really, really yeah, I found Nice to be very romantic. There were yeah. all these little cafes and um Oh my God. Yeah. I spend the whole day in a cafe. I think you'll love Nice and the whole city the whole city of Nice was like that because mm -hmm. even even if you're not on the water we you walk through Nice and it was just all like little streets and markets and these mm -hmm. are getting into Italy pictures they got a little messed they got a little um 
mixed together. Is that still Nice? But this, yeah. So some of this is oh, Nice, wow. some of this is Ez, which is the town that's right next to Nice. It's a medieval town on a hill. Oh, wow. So you could get to Ez very easily from Nice. Um, yeah, these, this is getting into Monaco now. So we wound up going to Nice, Ez, and Monaco all in one day. Monaco, mm -hmm. I definitely don't think is your vibe. Um, no, no, it's all rich, luxurious houses and yachts and nothing mm -hmm. romantic about it at all. Okay. <laughs> Casinos. I mean, it is a different mm -hmm. country. So if you wanted to add another country to your list, then feel free. But it's really, I think it's the second smallest country in the world but i think it has the the richest people in the world i believe live there oh, wow. yes and so it's they have a prince and a princess and it's it's um very very rich it that's all i can really say like oh it, any rich person that you could think of like the richest people in the world have a house in monaco that's pretty mm. much and it, it's just basically a country for rich people wow that's yeah, yeah it's not really my vibe so i mean if you want to stop by Monaco just to say you went there, but Nice and Ez are definitely your vibe. We went to this cute little winery in mm. in Ez. That's actually where I had my very first glass of wine in my Aww. in my entire life because I, I was 16 and my parents were like, okay, you can have a glass of wine. And I was like, yes, because <laughs> I was yeah. old enough there. In France, like that's so cute. Yes. So this was the view from, I believe. Oh my God. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Yeah. I think you'll really, really like Nice and as and they had these yeah. markets all up and down the street like these selling like oh. fruits and vegetables and flowers That's and cute. yeah so i and the, yeah this is just like walking down the street all the mm -hmm. with the buildings and flowers really 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 pretty there was a lot of flowers there i remember right yeah yeah that's I, really pretty mm -hmm. i think you'll really like nice it sounds like this is more your your thing definitely more my vibe than like uh Florence mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I think just go to like it almost gives me like Savannah but yes but but make it France yeah yes exactly <laughs> yeah I yeah I think Nice is right up your alley mm -hmm. like I could see you at one of these cafes oh my gosh yes yeah just us looking out just being like oh what are we gonna do in our life like that's exactly the vibe I'm going for <laughs> And I would assume they have, I mean, I didn't do this, of course, because we did the um, Nice, Ez, and Monaco thing, but they have like this big harbor here with all these like little boats. So I would almost think you could take like a sunset cruise or like, a, or like okay. just get drinks on a boat or like, because you are also in wine country still in France. Yeah. So this is, yeah, just, I just still can't get over this view. I mean, it's been, <laughs> this was 2013. Yeah. I still can't That's get over crazy. it. So I, yeah, that's really all I have to say about Nice because I didn't do any cultural things in Nice. We just kind of walked around, but I just really, really loved it. Yeah, that's, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And same with Ez. Ez was, um, if you do choose to go to Ez when you're in the area, it's uh, spelled E-Z-E. I think there's an accent in there somewhere, but it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's like, like I said before, it's like a medieval town. The streets are really, really small and narrow. It's almost like a lot of the streets like that you can't even fit cars down. It's just like mm -hmm. walking. And there, I just remember all these beautiful like flowers and little shops and cafes. And it's just really, really, really sweet vibe. Yeah. yeah. So I think you'll really like that. So that's what I have to say about Nice and Ez. Anything else before I move on? No, I mean, I feel like 
yeah, like if more of the cruise is going to be like Nice, then maybe I'll be excited. I think the other place that is like Nice is um, Naples. Okay, which I'm really excited about Naples because that's where my grandma's from. And that's kind of like where my whole like Italian side is from. So I feel like I kind of have to go to Naples. I think you'll really like Naples. I did not find it crowded and it was the similar vibe. Mm. I mean, of course, I think there are some, there were some places in Naples that were more crowded than others, but I think overall it was not very touristy and it was just very Italian feeling. Can you show me some pictures of it? Yeah. So I'm going to skip over Marseille because I've never been there, but that's another place in France that you're going to. I guess let's just pull up pictures. Yeah. So we just address- so see the energy of like. So we address it a little bit. Oh, that's, I mean, it looks very similar to Nice. Yes, it does. But it's beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually looking up about Marseille a little bit when you mentioned you were going there and I, I noticed all these wine tours. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. Yeah. This looks beautiful. I think you'll have a great time there. See, it's hard because I'm like low key, like I'd like to be pregnant at the end of next year, but then at the same time, I can't have wine on this cruise. Maybe you get pregnant on the cruise. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like in Naples. How romantic would that be? That's very romantic. <laughs> like I leave, you know, ready for wine and then I come back. Yeah. I, that's what I would do if I was yeah. looking to get pregnant again, which I wouldn't be. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marcel looks really cute. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like the cutest. Like it's literally Savannah on steroids. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. I, yeah. I love, I loved the South of France. I, I, pretty much I almost hated the north of France but I I loved mm. the south of France I would I would definitely it's just go like back. that's my vibe is just like on the river beautiful cafes walk around nature like that's literally like what I'm looking for yeah like this is the French Riviera yeah that's exactly that's, yeah. yeah I mean I loved I loved 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 that area yeah but moving on we <laughs> can talk about Naples now that we s- sort of spoke about Marseille a little bit so mm-hmm. I'm going to try to pull up my pictures for Naples. And basically my family, what we did, we did an excursion of the Amalfi Coast, which is off of Naples, and we did Pompeii. So, I mean, mm. of, of course, you don't have to do Pompeii. You could just do like the Amalfi Coast, which is the big thing in Naples. Or, of course, you could like go into the city of Naples, which like we didn't really do. We kind of did the Amalfi Coast, which is definitely what you're looking for. Um let me pull up my uh, pictures, though. Yeah, so these are all my Monaco pictures. Mm-hmm. And then got all jumbled around here. This is some Florence. That's my mom sleeping. Oh, that countryside is so beautiful. Yeah, so this was the ride from Florence to Pisa. So there was... Wow. It was oh, re- that, see, that's the part I would be, like, really excited about. I mean... the I- train ride. <laughs> I could also give you some recommendations for places similar to this in Italy that are near Pisa. Um, mm. There's this town called Livorno. I mean, not mm. Livorno, sorry. Uh, Lagiatico. Livorno is another town in Italy, but it's a, uh, I mean, I think you may like Livorno also, but that's not where I was going with this. Uh, Lagiatico is, um, it's just like hills and hills and hills and hills. And that's pretty much it. They have like one pizza place, which is actually owned by um, Andrea Bocelli's family. And so I went there and I met his family. Yeah, I I met his mom. 
she was really sweet she only spoke italian but uh, uh yeah let me pull up pictures of that before i get into this uh but that that was really really awesome and so if you if you want to go there it's not too too far from pisa of course you you need to figure your way back to the cruise but because mm-hmm. i i really don't think they would have an excursion there but i think like it's similar vibe to what you're looking for just like in the country of italy just mm-hmm. let me see if it's in here here that's the town the yeah this is Legiatico. so this is like um this this is where um andrea bocelli used to come to sing wow out here in these hills Aww, in the hills yeah so yeah it was really that's pretty much all the pictures i have of Legiatico because we um like the, it's a, like a really 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 small town like so small that it's like almost like not picture worthy <laughs> yeah. it was like that's almost like the it seems like that's like almost the vibe you're going for <laughs> yeah but it, yeah that was really nice but it would be very hard for you to get to because it's so off the grid yeah, maybe I'd as- be a little bit closer but like I like the energy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> like definitely sort of deserted energy but <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of how the ride from um from Lawrence to Pisa was. There was just like these open fields and flowers. Uh, there was a sunflower field that it felt like we were in for an eternity, but it was really really pretty. <laughs> okay, that's so really let me cute. let me get back to those pictures and try to find my Naples pictures, but we're still trying to find. <laughs> but, okay, here we are. So the yeah amalfi coast was absolutely spectacular so it's, yeah, it's beautiful yeah it was i think it was um somewhat nice vibes except make it italian yeah yeah and then they um i think we went into this building down here this like circular doom type thing or there was a place next to it it was a restaurant we got some food it was really quiet it was really nice and it's we mostly just it was we mostly just took like a scenic tour down the Amalfi Coast when we were in this area. This is a famous building, which is let me I think it's in um it's called Sant'Andrea, I believe, and like it's the stairs on it are famous for whatever reason. I mean, there's a lot of stairs, um, and it's in that area. It's in one of the, like the small towns that they have there and it's really cute it's very italian yeah. uh these are like the streets the, this is that building so a lot of steps yeah. yeah so these are like the the towns in around that area mm-hmm. um here's some more pictures of the the towns i don't really have too much to say about this it was just kind of walking like same similar thing as nice like we just kind of like took the sights in so is this Naples? So this is Amalfi Coast, which is right near Naples. So this is from the okay. port of Naples. You can go to the Amalfi Coast. So that's oh, what we did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we didn't really go like directly into Naples, but this is like, I guess, the streets of Naples. It looks like a cute Italian city. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we didn't do, we chose to take the excursion to um, Amalfi Coast, which is basically Naples. Mm-hmm. So yeah that's what we did how are you feeling about all that um, I mean I definitely do love the uh the recent cities that you showed me I feel like that's totally like the vibe and the energy that I'm going for yeah 
I think these yeah. are definitely more your speed than Florence yeah. and Rome. I, I personally did not really like Florence and Rome for, I mean, I, I'm glad I went and I have mm-hmm. been, I have been there a few times. However, I feel like if I never go back, it's okay. And right. <laughs> yeah, how, but I would love to go back to Nice and the Amalfi coast and Naples and like that yeah, area. I mean, that scenery yeah. is just unmatchable. Yeah. It's really gorgeous. Um, I feel like I feel about this, like that, the scenery, how you feel about that church in Spain. <laughs> I mean, I, I just really like that church, <laughs> but I do like, if I had to choose between going back to the Sagrada Familia or going here, I would probably choose here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think you need to give Barcelona more of a chance. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to Barcelona. <laughs> what more do you want from me? Just open your mind. Oh my god! No, I know I'm gonna have fun, but I mean, Julie, I mean, come on. I'm sorry, but between Barcelona and these, this, these places, this Riviera is like, yeah, no, this is unmatchable beauty. It's I mean, just like, yeah, yeah, just the way, like, it just like the Italian vibe on the hills and the water is so yeah. clear, and yeah, just like, that's a vibe. Yeah, like I would that's have a honeymoon a, vibe. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I would have lots of glasses of wine over here. Oh yeah. Nice oh, yeah. hills. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Positano is where I was. Positano, Italy. Yes. So I was primarily in Positano, although I do think I drove Pretty. through a bunch of those cities. One thing I did not like about this area was um we took like cuz personally for you and um you and Michael if you want to do more like like if you want to like get out and have a glass of wine or like go to one of the um go to one of like the restaurants like really take in this area i would not do the tour that i did because we had to get to pompeii really quick so we like drove through this we learned about it obviously we saw it we did stop here briefly to eat but we had to get to pompeii so I feel like this i wish i had two days in yeah it's really beautiful yeah because I feel like I want more of like this and like then I would like Florence. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think you could. But the thing is, you have the day in Nice. You have the day in Marseille. You have the day here. Like that's almost like three it's all days kind of like this. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you, you technically do yeah. have that in a way. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I do. But because we were like sort of kind of rushing to get to Pompeii. I didn't really get to take in this area as much as I wanted to. So I recommend for you, if you really want to take in this area and explore this area even more than I did, then maybe look for a tour that cuts out Pompeii. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that would be my best. I mean, I really liked Pompeii and I could, sh- um, and I could show you my pictures from it or whatever. But honestly, the not to I don't know I just feel like the documentaries about Pompeii and the pictures you see make Pompeii seem a lot cooler than Pompeii actually is really yeah so I mean I'll show you my pictures you could decide for yourself but I was Mm. I was expecting I don't know I was just expecting more from it I guess yeah I mean because the documentaries and the pictures it's very dramatic and yeah Yeah, it was not dramatic at all right yeah and I mean not I'm not saying I want to see like dead bodies or anything because <laughs> that's a, it's also really sad but like the the documentaries just make it like like all the, oh, all these bodies that were encased in the um like the volcanic ash and then when you get there they're like here's a replica 
and she's like oh right it's like yeah yeah. it's just kind of like all right so it's just hard because it's like really what are they gonna do you know yeah I know I'm like I'm not saying like I don't know you know what I'm saying like I'm not trying to be like I know exactly what you're saying yeah so like this was Pompeii these are my pictures from there it was nice here it's like all the ruins it was cool to walk through the ruins you pretty much have like free roam of the ruins to go like explore check them out um you could go inside of a lot of the houses or how what once were houses and you could see this used to be a bathtub or something there's some writing on the wall still and you could see the paint on the wall still so it is very um it was very interesting yeah they had some pictures on the wall there was a lot of dogs there which is there were like a lot of stray dogs. It was kind of sad. Um, but I did like Pompeii. You could see the the volcano from there, also the volcano that erupted. This is uh, a picture of it with Pompeii in the background. Mm-hmm. But I don't not recommend going to Pompeii. I just think it fell a little short in my eyes. I think it's not really my vibe. Like, I feel like if Michael was like, we have to go to Pompeii. I'm not even going to tell him Pompeii's there. But if he finds <laughs> out and he needs to go then I'll be like fine but yeah I, I think I I'd mean, rather just be by the water I think I completely agree with you if I could do it over I would maybe skip Pompeii even though if you asked me at that time I would have done the same thing because in my mind I was like I need to go to Pompeii but yeah. ha- having yeah. been there I'm just like like yeah it, it, it was okay yeah I feel like yeah. a lot of these historical places can be like a letdown because you build it up in your head so much it was you hear so many stories you see all the documentaries they make it seem so like dramatic and then you get yeah. there just like a pile of bricks yeah not to be I don't I don't know like I'm not trying to yeah. be like that but you know <laughs> no I get you it was a, it was a little disappointing going into it I would definitely recommend maybe staying in the um the this area which I think you'd like better anyways yeah the, um, the Amalfi it's Coast area vibe. yeah definitely more your vibe and um, my mom took this picture, actually, of these lemons. They they would sell all these lemons on the street, these Amalfi That's cute. lemons. Yeah, the lemons. I love lemon thing. stuff, like lemon themes. and. Well, that's like the whole theme of the Amalfi Coast, basically, is lemons. Lemoncello, like lemons, lemon everything. So I really like that. Yeah. I mean, that's where they get like that whole like, uh, I mean, that was the theme of my um my bridal shower, if you remember. was No, I remember. And- yeah. Yes, and also my cousin just had a threw a party for our grandma who's like ninety or whatever, and she also had a Naples lemon theme. Like I just feel like that's such a great, like that's just like my vibe. Like I just yeah. love lemons and Italy and water. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll really like this area. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so I guess I could discuss the last place I have to discuss is Rome, and I know it's gonna kill the vibe for you. <laughs> really, it's a Rome is. I personally do not really like Rome at all. I mean, I like it for what it is because it's... Uh, I feel like you have to go. You have to go. I know, I see what you're saying. Like, you're probably not going to like it. It's like Florence on steroids. Ugh. So, like, with the... Like, it's it's more crowded. People will yeah. bother you in the streets. It's... I mean, the architecture, I guess, like, the old, like the old history of it is Mm -hmm. spectacular i mean we went inside the coliseum which i mean uh, which is amazing but i mean i've been to rome twice and i think that's fine i think i'm good with that yeah so this is um i 
let me see in my notes what I wanted to discuss. The Colosseum, we went inside of that. Roman Forum, Pantheon, have you heard of any of those? Yeah. Yeah. So the Roman Forum, I believe, is like somewhat nearby to the Colosseum. So this is the inside of the Colosseum. And this, um, this is where like the underground area where they used to keep all the people that were going to fight or the animals. And so this would be covered up. And then, yeah, I guess um, over time, I don't know if they took it out so people could see or I'm not, or if it just eroded away, but now you're, you're able to see all the underneath of it. And yeah, it was really spectacular going inside the Colosseum. I think if you have the time to go inside, I would, because the second time I went to Rome, we didn't go inside and I really wanted to go back inside. So I think going inside was definitely the highlight of the Colosseum for me. And like I said, I believe it's near the Roman Forum, which is basically just a collection of ruins of old buildings from that time. And I'm sure they have significance. I just don't know it. Uh, I have better pictures of the Roman Forum from my last my um my last trip. But I'll since I can't find, I'm just gonna look it up on Google and I'll put my pictures into the um. I feel like we're only, I don't know. Would you recommend more than a day? Cause I was kind of thinking, cause we would land at five 30. It's an hour away from wait, was it away from the, from Rome, like the port. And then you go to Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's worth like two days there? Or do you think like maybe like the next day we just head on a plane back home? So I'll tell you everything that I think is worth seeing. And then you could decide whether you want to, but I think, two like two full days there is fine okay so then you think so like we we get there 5 30 by the time we get there whatever we don't leave the next day we leave the day after that that's what I would do okay I think that would be fine yeah because I mean there is a lot to see there you're gonna want to see it even though like Rome's gonna annoy you a little bit but I think it's just there is so much history to see it. This is the Roman Forum. My pictures didn't come out anything like this, but that is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it it is really this this was like part of like the Roman city back in the day. These are like the remainder of it. And so there's that. There's the Pantheon, um, which I also do have pictures of. I'll put those into the um I'll put those into the video, but I'll show you the pictures from online since I already just have it up. So it, it's a museum. They have a lot of the old Roman sculptures and art and whatnot inside of it. And this dome is famous. I forgot why, but it is. It's famous. Oh, yeah, I think, it like shines a light on something. Yeah. And I think when they were building it, I don't know. Did you take did you take art in um Yes with uh Reba? in yes. Malloy. I remember mm-hmm. her saying something about like when they were building this dome, like they had to put the um that hole at the top to make so it was able to stand up so it wouldn't collapse on itself or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I I do remember her saying that. I don't know the exact history of it, but I, that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So that this is somewhere you can go. Um I wouldn't spend too too much time here, but it it was just nice to see, I guess. Mm-hmm. And other than that, you can go to the Vatican. Uh, or before I get to the Vatican, because that's a completely different place. You could also go to the Spanish Steps, which, um, so here's my opinion on the Spanish Steps. Uh, I would go, but go either really early or maybe really late. Maybe I would maybe say really early just because they get yeah. so 
crowded that it's like Man. disgusting yeah. but but if you go really really early like it, it's nice and um I don't think they are closing I don't know what why that says they're closing I don't think they are <laughs> but yeah that was just something that I saw online I think it was clickbait but the, yeah so these are the Spanish steps they're basically like this really nice building it's in um the Piazza de Spania or something that's what they call it that's why they call it the Spanish steps mm-hmm. and when you get to the top I'll show you my picture it's a really really nice view that's beautiful yeah, this so this was my most recent trip. This was this was the Trevi Fountain actually, which I was gonna get to next. But uh Trevi Fountain, same situation. I would get there really early because then yeah. you'll be able to get right up to the fountain. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you might get stuck behind some crowds. It'll be hard to see. See this Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was able to get up to the front, but it wasn't easy. But it, it's mm-hmm. a gorgeous fountain, and that's where you're supposed to like throw the um penny behind your head, but like over your shoulder or something when you mm-hmm. make a wish. There's like a whole um thing behind it i don't really understand it um yeah here's the pantheon again and yeah here's some pictures of me in front of the coliseum we went to the coliseum at sunset and it was really really pretty beautiful yeah and where where was i headed with it yeah some roman forum here roman forum roman forum this was that really good gelato i had um ah here so this is from the top of the spanish steps so i think that view was beautiful so you can yeah. see the, the vatican over there and then like the, the sun was setting we went around sunset so like it was really really pretty but at the same time if you go around sunset you're battling crowds so it's uh, yeah I, I would go in the morning yeah but i do recommend that and then i showed you trevi fountain which yeah same thing go in the morning um there's a lot of food places that line the street. You're able to like eat on the street. This is me and my family eating on the street there, like nice yeah. Italian restaurants. And yeah, that's really all I have to say about Rome. Now to Vatican City is a different story. So that Vatican City. So when I went with my cruise, I didn't go to Vatican City the second time I was in Rome, but I did go the first time. And we did like a Rome Vatican City tour. And so the tour took us into Vatican City. Now, I don't know how Vatican City is if you're going by yourself because there are certain things you need tickets for. Um, It's very regulated. So um, you can't just like, it doesn't seem like the kind of place you could like walk in and do your own thing. And Mm -hmm. honestly, there are no like really streets in Vatican City because it's so small. So you're not going to want to walk in and do your own thing. You're going to need tickets to go into the building. So you could see... um, like the, I think it's called St. Peter's Basilica, the Sistine Chapel, St. Peter's Yeah, that's Square. very cool. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm actually going to pull up Google pictures of that because a lot of those places, they don't let you take pictures. So I, I have pictures of some of them and I'll put them in when I can. But mm-hmm. um, if I can't, just look them up yourself as you go. But I'll show you pictures from the internet, Katie, just because we're talking about it. So first I'll do um, St. Peter's Square. Wait, no, St. Peter's Basilica. Wait, St. Peter's Basilica, yeah. Um, St. Peter's Basilica. So this is St. Peter's Basilica. I don't know if you've seen pictures of it before. It's like that. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's like that dome that you could see mm-hmm. in, in Rome, even though it's not really in Rome. And they have this. Um, this is the altar. It was really, really huge and beautiful, I remember. 
And mm-hmm. I think this, I think this is the place. Let me see. Oh yeah, I believe the Pieta is there. That statue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've. It's a famous statue. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. They also have um, the pre- like preserved body of one of the popes that you could actually like. They just have it there, and you could okay. see it. It's like it's kind of creepy, but like he um, they think something about him being a saint or something because he he like never decomposed or something like that. It's really crazy, but like they have mm-hmm. his body just like lying out there. <laughs> Wow, it's really weird. weird. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, I think they also have this Jesus sculpture where you could um, you're supposed to like touch his feet and it brings you good luck or it's something like oh, that. Um, yeah, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, let me see if that's here. It's definitely like in this area, but let me see. Maybe it's not in there, but I think it's. Or is it Peter? Saint Peter. Oh, it's Saint Peter. Uh, so it's the foot of Saint Peter. Mm, okay. So um, you're supposed to touch his, uh, and I think that's in this. Um, I think that is in St. Peter's Basilica. Let me double check. I don't want to give wrong information. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yes, it is. So y- you, I, you touch his foot, and I think it's either good luck or it's something like that, but you're supposed to touch his feet. So mm-hmm. he's in there. And um, yeah, so that was really interesting to walk through St. Peter's Basilica. Now there's also Sistine Chapel, which mm-hmm. I know for a fact I don't have pictures of because you were not allowed to take pictures. Mm-hmm. But e- even though some people were, they were like sneaking it with their phone, but I decided to be a good person and not take any, <laughs> But yeah. I, which I kind of regret. But <laughs> you could look up pictures online for yourself. But these are, I mean, the the ceiling was just absolutely spectacular. Yeah. It was gorgeous. And I mean, you kind of had to like stay quiet in there and just like observe it and not take pictures, be respectful. But it it was really, and honestly, it was just kind of like an empty room and like you could just walk in and like see the ceiling pretty much. Like Mm kind of like this picture kind of shows. It wasn't even, yeah. But it was just, yeah. It was, you just got to see it for yourself, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then St. Peter's Square was... St. Peter's Square, which I think I do have pictures of, but I'll just show you the internet. Yeah. So this is like once you exit the building of all the Vatican stuff that's inside, once you exit Mm -hmm. the building, you could see St. Peter's Square, which you may have seen pictures of before. It looks like Mm -hmm. this from above, but the whole square is lined with um, statues of religious people. I I have no idea who they are, but Mm -hmm. it's really interesting. And um. I heard actually, I don't know if this is true, because I heard this fact after I had left, um, after I had left uh, Vatican City, so I I couldn't confirm for myself, but someone had told me that it was either like one of the emperors of Rome or one of the um, popes, I, I don't know who it was, but apparently they didn't like how the sculptures had like, you know how like old sculptures have penises on them? Right. Yeah, they didn't like that. So apparently they went around and like chopped the penises off all of them. Oh my God. (laughs) I kind of wish I was, um, I could go back so I could see if that was actually true. But I, so let me know. (laughs) Okay. I'm actually curious because I I heard that after I left and I'm I'm not sure if it's true. So someone please fact check me because I'm really not sure. But yeah, so that's Vatican City and that's pretty much all there is there. Their post office is a truck in this, in the middle of the road. Like they are a country. 
they are considered a country people do live there but i think only like church people live there i don't think actual like normal citizens live there but yeah so that's pretty much the whole country of vatican city yeah and any questions about rome vatican city um not really yeah so you could do it in like i'd say two full days i'd give myself if you don't want to be like rushing around yeah yeah okay but yeah that's i think that's everything about everything we were going to discuss right very nice so does this change your mind at all? Like, or do you still want to go on this trip? Are you having second thoughts? I mean, it still? definitely gives me more in- information about it. And I do like the Rivieras. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's really cool. I like, maybe I'll just like stick with it. Um, but I feel like if something comes along, that's a little bit more of the Rivieras. I think I would like consider it. But I, I do think it's a it's a cool trip. Yeah. I mean, you could always cancel the cruise and just do the Rivieras yourself and just stay there longer. That's true. Um, yeah. Or maybe just like find a cruise that like has like Rivieras, but maybe also like, I don't know. I don't know. I have, I have to like look into it more. Um, I don't know. I still don't feel like that magic. Uh, but normally when I go on trips, I do feel that, like, I still feel excited about it a year out. Like Mm. I'm definitely excited about like Dominican Republic, Turks and Caicos, like super excited about that. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, I'm excited about it, but I'm just, I don't know. I just feel like if it's my honeymoon, I should be feeling like, like, this is like the place I need to go to. And I feel like some places in it I do, but I don't know if overall I feel like it is. Yeah. I do get that. Yeah. I get I get what you're saying because I definitely had that feeling in in Florence and Rome where I was just like okay like I mean like those to me are not honeymoon destinations but the rest Mm -hmm. of the places are so I mean that would be hard two days of suffering I mean well quote-unquote suffering like poor you you I mean how did you feel like before your South African trip like let's say like whenever you booked it to whenever you went like how are you feeling um I mean, I had always wanted to go to South Africa ever since. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just always wanted to go to Africa in general, but then because I always wanted to do safari, it was just always on my bucket list. And mm-hmm. then when my husband Donato, I mean, we were not married at the time. We were in college and just dating. And he had gone to South Africa with his school and was sending me all these pictures. And I, I really just got so jealous. And I was like, mm-hmm. how can you go there without me? So I just ever since then, I was like, I have to go. Like, I will not um, like I have to go. And, you know, it was not so it was not your typical honeymoon trip. So uh, it was definitely a different mindset because there was not really nothing romantic about it. But it was it was honestly more like exploring and adventure and somewhat culture more so a lot more so than romance there was pretty much no romance at all right any romance we wanted we had to make for ourselves basically yeah so it was yeah yeah. it was definitely and like we went with a group also and we were with the group the whole time which um of course obviously takes a little away from the romance too because you're you're more in like a group of people that you're with every day and it becomes more of a social situation as well you know yeah so, I mean, I felt good about my honeymoon and I still feel good about it. I'm glad we did it, but it was definitely like 
not the typical honeymoon, not the typical romantic vibe, but I'm still so glad we did it. Right. And I wouldn't yeah. change it for anything. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, definitely a different situation though. Right. Yeah. I just need to make sure I feel like that, like a hundred percent, like it needs to be it. Cause like you only go on one honeymoon, you know? Yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, I like, mean, I feel like if it was just a trip, I'd be like, cool. But if it's like a honeymoon destination, I just have to feel a hundred percent. I personally think that, I mean, in my eyes, romance was less important to me. It was more so honeymoon should be the place that you, it should be like the biggest trip of your life. So it should be the place that you've been wanting to go to your entire life. And for me, that was Africa. Right. I mean, I feel like for me, it's Italy, but I'm also like, you could go to Italy anytime later. I mean, you could go to Africa anytime later too. I mean, you could go anywhere anytime. I feel like Africa's a little bit more out of the box than Italy. It was definitely expensive, but <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, it'd be a little harder to go to, but like, yeah, I mean, like my husband's been there twice. I mean, like, it's not, uh, <laughs> it's not not doable, you know? Yeah. 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 I just feel like it has to feel like it. Yeah. More than anything, like whether it's romantic or not, like you have to have that feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think, my I think a lot of it could be nerves because even like my wedding I just never had that feeling because it was just there was so much stress around everything with it yeah so I just think like a lot of the ideas that I had in my head that when I was a kid I was like oh it's gonna be like this it's gonna be magical it's gonna be this like it wasn't it was nice but it's it's just not that that's not life I guess (laughs) so I mean, but I feel like I've had those moments where it's still magical. Yeah. Like I loved our Bahamas trip. Yeah. I mean, I felt like that was magical. Just think on it. Maybe just focus on the places that you really want to go to. And I mean, maybe the places that you don't want to go to will surprise you, you know, because I've been to places where I was like, nah, I don't know if I really want to go here. And I loved it, you know? So I just think, yeah. Okay. So, you know, just keep an open mind, I guess. And I think, like, you have, like, three really good days in there of, like, the Naples, Amalfi Coast, Nice, and Marseille, and even Santa Margarita. That looks really beautiful, too. I've never been there, but it kind of looks like what you're going for. So, I mean, I personally would give it a shot. But, I mean, of course, Mm -hmm. if you're really, really not feeling it, then you should think on that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely something, something to think about. But I mean, at the very least, I hoped we helped our listeners to figure out if this trip's right for them too. I mean, yeah, just like any one of those places, like if they were thinking about going to like Italy, France, Spain, like what to consider and, you know. Yeah, this, I, it, because it's a, it's a big trip and it it is, I wouldn't say it's, it can be once in a lifetime. I mean, I happened to do it several times, just I wound up in that situation. But for a lot of people, it is once in a lifetime. And so you want to make sure you're doing it right. You're going to the right places. And especially like as a honeymoon. Yeah, that's a big thing. And maybe you're just anxious. Maybe, I don't know. I think I would let things calm down in your life and then sit down and say, because, you know, I I would just hate for you to not go to Italy just because of a weird feeling, even though for years you've been telling me you wanted to go to Italy, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. 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 Think on it. Yeah. But right. I think that's all. So any all last today. final thoughts or 
No, I mean, it looked really beautiful. I think this is definitely going to be an amazing trip for somebody out there. Um, if you're considering going to all those places or even just one of those places, I think it's definitely worth looking into. Um, yeah. 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 I hope we helped someone and I hope this gives you more to think on. Yes. Okay. Definitely does. So are we ready for today's trivia question again? Yeah. I mean, I'm ready, but not ready. Not ready. Okay. Yeah. I mean, have you been thinking? I've been thinking, but it's kind of hard. Yeah. I mean, I think you have a chance to get it, but we're like in the ballpark, maybe. Okay. You might be able to get it. But so which city is called the vertical city? Yeah. I mean, it's just like so hard to think for me because I feel like so many cities are vertical. I mean, you could also give me a country. I mean, maybe I'll accept half credit for that. We'll see. Okay. I think it's hard because like I'm thinking of a place. It's probably not it. But then you're saying like a friend went there. I'm like, I don't think a friend went is going here. Um, So I think I'd need like a hint or something like. Well, what were you going to Okay, I was going to say, but I don't think it's it just because of the friend thing. Okay, this doesn't need to be your guess. This could just be like you thinking out loud. Okay. Uh, I was thinking like Tokyo or something like that. Um, Just because I feel like they have like a lot of like cool like buildings going up. But I don't think a friend is going there. mm -hmm. Like I feel like a friend is more likely to go to like France or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like I don't want to say Paris because I feel like I've never heard anywhere in France being called the vertical city. So yeah, it's definitely like a lot. um, A lot of thoughts. I feel like I've given uh, you as many hints as I can without just completely giving it away. Right. So, do you want to guess something or? Um, I feel like I, I'll guess something, but I know it's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just say Tokyo. <laughs> okay. It's not Tokyo. Yeah. So the correct answer is actually in Italy. And it's actually one of the places we talked about today. And it is Positano, so Amalfi Coast. Oh. Uh, because of the hills. Who's in who's in the Amalfi Coast? So Siobhan was there like um a few oh, weeks ago. Wow. And I saw her pictures and she put that as her caption. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was called the vertical city. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, that really makes right. sense because like it's all on a hill. That makes a lot of sense. I was thinking of somewhere in Italy. I was thinking like Pisa, and I was like, but I feel like that building's not that tall to be yeah I completely didn't even think I, I didn't think to incorporate nature yeah like, so you I were was thinking, thinking more buildings skyscrapers yeah. yeah yeah that's really interesting I like that one yeah so that's why I said you kind of had a chance to get it because we were like talking about the place today so I was like yeah. maybe maybe she'll put two and two together that's good one. yeah yeah so maybe right. if you wind up there you'll know you're in the vertical city yes very yes good. all right so but I think that is all. All right. So let me say my spiel. I'm just a mess today. Okay, here is my, <laughs> here is the spiel. Okay, so if you want to find us online, you could go to www.runwaysandbyways.com. You could sign up for our budget travel planner and newsletter. And in doing so, you will get a budget travel planner with 30 pages of tips and tricks and templates for you to plan out your budget travel trip. 
And you could also sign up for podcast notifications under the podcast tab, and you'll be notified every single time we post a podcast episode. We also have travel planning services such as She's My Destination, Recommendations, and Advice. If you want to find us on social media, you could find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and Threads, all at Runways and Byways. Or you could find us on Twitter at Runways and Byways, although I think Twitter is actually called X now. But I don't know. Everyone, go, if you go to Twitter, it still comes up. I don't know. I, I'm not getting involved in that. But Twitter at Runways and Byways. And then podcast availability we're on spotify and spotify for podcasters anchor which is now spotify for podcasters i don't know confusing we're on both though apple and youtube and google podcasts so i think that is all see all these websites are changing their like names and merging and unmerging and i'm like i don't even know what we're on anymore yeah (laughs) (laughs) gotta change my steel to reflect that i don't know it's a mess anyways (laughs) so yeah i hope this was an informative episode i think it was for you i think you could start thinking more yeah Yeah. and so i think that's everything right uh it's everything for me yeah all right so we'll see you next time on the next episode of the runways and byways travel podcast bye everyone bye whether your plane is taking off from the runway or you're driving down a byway we'll be your guides through it all.